friends aren't as good as you probably think they are. What is best in life? I did the best I could. Doing my best. That's the best. Best, 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 best. I want you to remember Clark in all the years to come, in all your most private moments. I want you to remember my hand at your throat. I want you to remember the one man who beat you. Welcome. That is just a reaction to our special guest today. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so welcome to Best of the Best podcast with myself, Connor Keys, alongside me as always is Ronan Bruce Wayne Mullen, <laughs> <laughs> with a very very special guest today, uh, Mr. Mark McCarney. How you doing? You're looking very fresh and very well. Oh, I know. Uh, yes, yeah, so you're very welcome today. You have uh, you've joined the Best of the Best uh, Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. We like to call it Hall of Fame. Where are we going with that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know where we're going with that. <laughs> uh, you've brought with us today uh, with he. Zack Snyder's Justice League? Yeah. The whole thing? Haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to waste four hours of your life. <laughs> no, when... Uh, well, you see, I w- it wasn't great. <laughs> right, okay. But I think what happened behind the scenes in this film was way better than anything. I agree. Yeah, it's a big and interesting background, yeah. I don't think there's been a film in cinema history that's changed the movie business mm-hmm. as much as this one. So I think that's why you said this. Good save, the, good yeah. save there, because yeah. I genuinely thought that Con has pranked us. Yeah. <laughs> He's made us. I had to watch it again. Yeah. Uh, so yes, uh, as we know then, well, well, maybe if you're listening, you don't know, so we'll go back to the, go back to the start. Uh, so the Justice League is ultimately a, a sequel, wasn't it, to... Well, it's, it's Batman vs Superman. Batman vs Superman is a sequel itself to Man of Steel, and then yeah. this is a f- continuation of the storyline of Batman vs Superman, which again has an extended ultimate cut, which makes again way more fucking sense than the one that was released in the theater. Yeah. So yeah, so that's what happened ultimately is we have a we have two versions, and this way we're t- here today to talk about Zack Snyder's, but the original version, it's uh, the theatrical lease release ultimately. I think it worked out something eighty percent of it or ninety percent of it wasn't Zack Snyder. Yeah, well, that's it was sold that it was. Mm-hmm. Sure, even says then of it directed by Zack Snyder. Yep, he had shot ninety percent of what he had. Zack Snyder had. Zack Snyder had, but and then and they eviscerated fucking seventy five percent of that. Whedon reshot three quarters of it. Yeah, so they brought in Joss Whedon. Which obviously I'm a bit I'm more of a Marvel head than a DC head. Well, so see, it's I was Marvel's that. fault. <laughs> Marvel ruined the whole thing. Well, really. then ultimately became known as Justice League. Yeah, <laughs> after Joss Whedon, they um, love their wee they hashtags. love their wee puns. They, I mean, he came in and tried to lighten the tone. I suppose. Well, you see, DC, which is owned by Mar- uh, Warner Brothers, mm-hmm. they seen them doing so well with Avengers. They thought, well, we fucking bet their characters with Batman and Wonder Woman. We're mm-hmm. gonna do so. They thought they would do the same thing. Mm-hmm. But what they didn't have was a Kevin Feige, yeah, who keeps the whole Marvel train. In Absolutely, the he's one. the constant thread. He's yeah. the thread that keeps it going. So they thought, well, we need that too, and that's why they got 
Zack Snyder. Yes. And they signed him up to do Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. And well, everyone thought it was class because even Christopher Nolan was executive producer. That's right, he's producer, yeah. And they thought, well, and then Henry Cavill was cast, and they thought, fuck, he looks great. And, and But it didn't really, it didn't take off. It didn't. It didn't do what I thought it would do. We were. St- I was. St- I was still reading from Superman Returns. Uh, yeah. And and we thought, right, this is it. This is what we're going to see. Uh, uh, no, but then the it, kid throwing the piano. Yeah. How the fuck did they not know the kid was Superman? <laughs> kid <laughs> threw a piano. Right, <laughs> Kevin's busy. Yeah. That some Which change. that would that's some change of characters there when yeah. the Wayne's throwing a piano. <laughs> Kevin's busy. But, you know, Total but r- like, reversals, eh? then to just do what they're doing now and stop that universe dead and start again from scratch, which we all yeah. know happens now and it's going to happen quite a bit in the future. But yeah, and let's I like Man of Steel. I just know that it left itself wide open for so much. Yeah, you could you could tell it was a baby step towards what yeah. the bigger thing was. Yeah. Um, whereas Iron Man, you didn't know because Iron Man was a gamble. They didn't know how it was going to do. Yeah. Well, um, the kind of did too. I mean, the, the, the Nick Fury at the end. Yeah, but I mean, they, they didn't know what the box up was going to be. Aye, but it was it was more of a layup in hope that it was yeah. going to be a fucking you know, home run than it was yeah. going to be. Do seem to kick roll of the punches. I mean, it's funny because I was actually thinking there, Batman that was announced. I think it was a Comic Con, which was June, uh-huh. and Marvel went fuck. And then they went, we're going to do Civil War, yeah. Captain America. They announced that I think in September. Right. This is how ballsy they were. They turned around and said we're releasing it the same day as you. Mm-hmm. And then DC blinked first. <laughs> they, they went to August So Marvel announced it two months after And yeah. was nearly in the cinema Two, three months before Mad, like, isn't it? And they blew them out of the water with it like. yeah. but, <clears throat> So I, the, they done the Man of Steel And then it was Batman versus Superman mm-hmm. Which it was a big letdown What a letdown I mean I'm a no, big fan of both I, I was so let down yeah. uh, t- Talk to me about the dark tone uh-huh. Because it's the it's it's the very clear difference between Marvel and DC. Mm-hmm. The DC thought well, we're going to go then the darker tone. They've, they've done the, no, the Nolan trilogy. They've done obviously the Michael Keaton and the sort of Tim Burton stuff. Yeah. But they're going to go dark and they brought Superman dark and all the rest. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's been a, a negative thing? It didn't help them. Because in, in, in general, people who don't, don't read the comics of these characters, so they don't know that they're actually dark anyway. Uh, yeah. But Superman's meant to be light. You know, it's dark, darkness and light. It's mm-hmm. meant to be that sort of dichotomy. But... When any time Batman and Superman met in the comics, it was dark as fuck. Like, I have to lean into it. Aye, if they leaned into it more, because well, it's been shown now that people actually love the like the R-rated Logan. Mm-hmm. That's right. Well, yeah. well, yeah. And yeah, yeah. Deadpool. Mm-hmm. If they had a went with that, yep. it might have flown. But so I was wrong. Zack Snyder was kind of trying to do that, and Warner Brothers were like, "Nah, we kind of want more of Avengers type thing." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's because he then. I mean, he had like pretty much when he finished shooting Batman vs Superman, he went straight into Justice League, mm-hmm. and then when Batman vs Superman didn't do well at all, that's when the whole thing started. Uh, started yeah, clash and the executives, well, as always, the Warner executives then were started to freak out because money is their main game, mm-hmm. uh, and and I, I mean that's why we end up having two films. So we talk about the backlash then to what was released in the theater, uh, what went out in the cinema with. Joss Whedon, uh, uncredited, as you say. He's not credited as a director. He, well, they brought him in as a writer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They brought him in. They said, uh, they said the Snyder, we're, we're going to get him to make a couple of funny scenes. And he was like, oh, well, that's dead on, blah, blah. But as time went on, I think. He started to, yeah. Getting more and more. It became more justice then in that sense. But yeah. it, you've got then the other thing where sadness in, in Snyder's real life. Yeah, that's right. You know, the loss of his daughter then. And so he had to eat. eat 
designate and his wife goes as executive producer as well. Right. Well, he had to step away. What I didn't know was the entire time Whedon was doing the cuts and was involved in rewrites, Snyder was right beside him, even after his daughter's uh, passing. Yeah, done for a couple of months. And he actually, there's a quote where he actually said, you know, they could have done anything to the film. I just didn't care at that point. Yeah. Which, of course, he would Understandable, not. Understandable, yeah, yeah. But there's a quote from Christopher Nolan where he went to see the Whedon cut and he called Snyder and said, please, for your own mental health, never watch this film. It will break <laughs> your heart. Yeah. Because yeah. it wasn't the same film. And, and to this day, Snyder's never watched it. Right. But okay. I see an interview where he, he, I read that too, but then I see an interview of him talking about bits of it. Right, okay. So, so he must he have been, been he must have had a wee sneaky late night. I know, I know, and Snyder's wife went to see it, so maybe yeah. she was just telling him wee bits and pieces. I like in the car, he's going, is this yeah. in it? No. I mean, <laughs> fuck's sake. If you, if you did, like, you'd watch it, you go, ah, of course you would. Shit, look at that. Six, six, right? six whiskeys in, and you're going, ah, fire it on, man. But fire it on. The crack of it was then. So Schneider left. Yes. Him and the wife left, and Whedon was in charge. And I think all hell broke loose then. Yeah. Because he wanted to reshoot the three quarters of it. Yeah. The actor was like, "We're after making a fucking massive movie there, and you want us to do more." I think he was a pure continent. Sure, Ray Fisher. That's right. Yeah. He came out on Twitter and was saying about him being a bully. Yeah, totally. And the abusive. Warner Brothers had to start an investigation, <laughs> and then Gal Gadot, he was doing wee scenes where the Flash was laying on top of her. And uh, he yeah. shots of her ass and stuff, and she's like, "Come on!" And he's like, "Here, daughter, this is this will make the <laughs> boys fucking do it." I say, "Get in the seat." This town again. So there wasn't that's a fifty million dollar ass. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> well, funny Wonder Woman was on a TV last night. I was like, "Why do you see Gal Gadot? Gal Gadot? Gal Gadot?" <laughs> so he really hadn't shot with Gal Gadot all day. But um, I so I think uh, behind the scenes then of reshooting was just fucking, it was horrendous. Like. It was, but it not only did it affect the people that were making the film, it affected the people who were making the films after. Mm. So the Wonder Woman's and Aquaman's yes. now don't line up because yeah, the yeah. Whedon cut makes no fucking sense oh, to what the universe was. Sure, what he color has an American accent on it. And then she's Aye, accent. Amber Heard, <laughs> all of a sudden. Right. And the, at the end of Batman versus Superman, when you see Steppenwolf for the first time in the water, mm-hmm. in the Kryptonian ship, and he's sort of explaining to Lex Luthor how these three boxes are going to come together now that Superman's gone. Uh-huh. He's dressed as the Steppenwolf in the Snyder Cut, like with the metal fucking, right. right, as yeah. we hard on fucking metal bits. <laughs> but then the minute the Justice League starts, Steppenwolf's got this weird costume that doesn't even follow the canon of the comic. Yeah, so I mean, I think Patty Jenkins, the director of yeah, Wonder Woman, has disowned and said her thing is going with the Snyder sort of arc. It makes more sense when you watch it that way. An executive so, said <laughs> the finished film felt awkward because the studio did not want to admit what a piece of shit it become. Aye, <laughs> so they thought they were great. Right, Snyder's gone now. We have the guy we want. Yeah. And then they went and watched it. It was a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Good so then, job. Back to then, because uh, we, we haven't really talked about the actual film. So, I mean, you're talking the characters. Uh, oh, obviously, Batman, Superman, uh, The Flash, Wonder Woman, Cyborg, um, Cyborg who, and of course, Aquaman. Um, I I still am not sold on Ben Affleck as Batman. I have to say I liked him. I mean, <sighs> reading it after um, Bale, when he was the next one after mm. Christian Bale, and I was like, no, no, no. But I didn't mind him as an older, yeah. kind of pissy, moany yeah. ba- Batman. Yeah, I, took, I think it's just Affleck I'm not really keen on. Theatrical version of Batman versus Superman and Whedon, theatrical version of Justice League, he's a fucking idiot. Yeah. But the cuts, he's, he's, he's way more sort of morose and a bit more thoughtful and he's... He, he sort of looks like a fool in some scenes in the Whedon's Justice League. That's what yeah. I didn't like. It sort of doesn't make any fucking sense. Them, but, but then that scene, <coughs> I mean, that 
the the warehouse scene in Batman vs Superman mm-hmm. class mm-hmm. mainly kicked right. the fuck yeah. out of and throwing crates at everybody you know I thought that was I mean the ball they get stabbed and then take it out and then stab the other way back with Aye. It. but he murders heaps of people in that film it's great uh, right. again with no mercy at yeah. all and, and this is him crying the whole film because Superman killed and, and breaking the rule of the guns thing was a big oh, you know, that was a big thing as well yeah for sure he done that too in uh, uh, Man of Steel Mm-hmm. Fucking broke your man's neck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. eh? No bother. Maybe. All Wonder American, Woman. How many wo- how many people does Wonder Woman kill at the start in that bank or the, the antiquities place? Oh, yeah. She just slaughters <laughs> loads of people. And then bends down to the way and like, you can be whatever you want to be. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> really? A fucking murdering psychopath <laughs> who flies? Henry Cavill uh, as a Superman, I, I definitely do like. I think I think he's really suited the role. Uh, unfortunately, he's not going to get justice with it. Like He's not no. going to get a good role. I do think he should have got a solo second one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, another shot of it, I think. Yeah, yeah. could have been. And now they're on a big cast, Michael B. Jordan. Aye, I've heard that too. As, as, a, as the new Superman. Right, okay. With J.J. Uh, Abrams. J.J. Michael B. Jordan is unreal as an actor. Like. Uh, no, really he's fanta- no, he a fantastic actor. But that can be, you know, the, that fourth wall other universe if you want it to be. Yeah. But I'd like to see this... Timeline on the sort arc, of yeah, go yeah. because this is because it was non stop. I mean, look at him in Spider Man, so there's non stopping different versions and variations. No, no, no. And again, sorry, we're not really talking about the plot, but let's go back again. So, Man of Steel, Batman versus Superman. The minute the Batman versus Superman was filmed, Snyder had a three movie uh-huh. idea for Justice League. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Everybody went, What you mean, this four hour one caught up in the three? You're like, No, this four hour one's the first one. And then the sequel would be four hour of the dark side universe and how that fulfills itself. You know, the anti-life equation mm-hmm, and all that. Mm-hmm. And then the third would be Nightmare, which would be the entirety of Bizarro Superman and this universe where dark side has taken over. Right, okay, yeah. So there had to be a film in between those of Superman's arc as well. So that would have been a yeah, sixth film. Been, yeah, I thought five films was what it was. That was what, what I, but the what overall they realized yeah. if... If this all went the way they thought it was going to go yeah. and they were all billion dollar films, then there would have been another Superman in between. Because let's be honest, that's what's motivating them. They want, them, as you said earlier, they want another Marvel. They want the same oh, money they, returns. They don't they want sure, to I mean, reading the thing about uh, they watched the Snyder Cut and the, the last or the scene in the Snyder Cut where the Flash turns back time, mm-hmm. the executive was like, what am I looking at here? <laughs> I, what, what happened? They had no idea that no. The, you know, the Flash can go back in time and stuff. And they were like, Get that, get that out. We don't understand it. But then, yeah, because there's no, char- there's no understanding no, of the character. Yeah, but the executives had no, no idea. What's but going there's on already, with. they've already watched a film they've paid a lot of money for in Batman versus Superman, where it shows a scene where the Flash comes back from the future, yeah. and you right. see him. That's right. And nobody went. Oh, that explains that. Uh, no. no, they so just not went, only do they not know the characters. The executives haven't even watched the previous films. No, <laughs> that, that sums up executives. All right, uh, Gal Gadot, as we talked about, obviously, I mean, fantastic job as Wonder Woman. The mm. first Wonder Woman was amazing. Second one didn't like it. Mm. Didn't like the first one. Did you not like the first one? I like thought the, the second one. one was pure dung, but the first one. I was actually enjoy the second one better because I think at least they knew to shake too. <laughs> I think AI, you get the impression that everybody found that one. That one now, yeah. Uh, I didn't enjoy the first one at all. I really liked the first one. I thought they'd done a great job, actually, yeah. I thought they'd like, come on. And then this whole thing, you know, woman power, and and then she was relying on your boy to help the whole time. (laughs) Yeah. She only met him like three hours ago, and now he's the love of her life forever. A hundred years later, still talking about him. Still talking to fuck. That's right. (laughs) Implanting him in other people. It looks like you'll bother getting another man, all right? (laughs) 
Uh, I shall not be stopped now. Uh, who else we got then? Ray Fisher, we say, a cyborg. The, as Mark alluded to earlier, there was a lot of controversy because a majority, well, majority, like fucking 90% of his story arc, everything was cut out of the original Whedon cut. He, yeah, he did get justice now in, in the Snyder cut, but like everyone's saying, well, it's worth it for that. I was like, well, if you give any director four hour screen time. <laughs> yeah. And an extra 80 million. I mean, they were putting million. in fucking everything. Oh, the crew oh. taking tea in the corner. What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, there is a three-minute scene of Alfred and Wonder Woman making tea. There is. Now, I love tea, but I was sitting there going, Jesus <laughs> Christ. There's uh, a limit eh? to me tea. And what's a number can you get into this? <laughs> but there is some fucking ridiculous stuff. It? Like, we have, uh, who else we have then? Ezra Miller as The Flash. Yeah. Again, he, he gets, everybody gets a great introduction in this film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets the proper introduction they were supposed to get. And... I think his, well, him and Cyborg, I think, get most justice out of this film yeah, in terms of what they were supposed to be originally or what they read the script and thought their character was going to be. Yeah. But here's my question. So they do Batman versus Superman. Studio asks for a few edits and he goes, don't worry about it. Our release is in an ultimate extended edition. We'll make a few more pounds. They're like, legal. Let's mm-hmm. go with that. More cash. The ultimate extended edition is makes way more sense. So we get to filming Justice League. Zack Snyder's going... He's going to do it to me again. We're going to get halfway through and you're going to cut it. And they go, nah, man. Total faith in you. Sure, the script's there. We've read it. We know how long it is. Halfway through, they're going, Zach here. <laughs> that Batman thing didn't do too good, man. <laughs> well, but sure, we're, we're, we're 90% full. Now mm-hmm. Right, right, right. We're going to bring another boy in. He's going to give it a few wee pep-ups. Woohoo! happy times. Great. And he goes, all right, well, it's still 90% of what I've filmed, so you can't fuck it up that bad. So then they fuck it up really bad mm-hmm. and they cut it in half. And they do it to him again. Shit happens in his life. The guy's sitting at home. Did he not at any point go, I did not see this coming. Yeah, you, you gotta this wonder. This already happened. You gotta wonder when you're sitting on a DC project and you've 90% done and all of a sudden they bring in Marvel's head guy mm-hmm. to work on your film. And as you say, they're side by side so they don't think it's too much of a threat. But at some point you had to have seen the moves being made. But I know. think that's what goes on all the time, boys. I mean... Yeah, there's like a lot of backdoor stuff we don't see, just, but... There a lot of them like you're working on film like it's a tough fucking slog. It's twelve, fourteen hour days. You're doing it for the love of it. Mm. You need these guys to bankroll you. Yeah, that's you that's just true, yeah. yes, you either roll with it or you don't, and you hope with them. But like I'd say, every major movie, there's somebody steps in at some time and go here. You need to fucking mm-hmm. cut that down, or you need to do this. That, more more off. Put uh, in more off. You know. <laughs> Well, I do that. I, know. <laughs> I don't need an executive to tell me that. Speaking of ass, then we move to Jason Momoa. Um, top Ag- ass. Top ass. Aquaman, um, who obviously then got his own, um, had his own movie already. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was well established in that sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this, then he gets uh, more more action in the, in the Snyder cut. Yeah, definitely. Um, definitely. And I, I don't really know why they cut him out because he is a bit of a star attraction. And mm-hmm. it, it was the next film coming too, like so. It yeah. would have been a great fucking setup. Uh, and w- you talk earlier on about the three minute cup of tea scene, um, which was weird. <laughs> You've also brought a clip to us today that shows another bit of weirdness. Um, but we don't really know what it's about or why it's there. And this is uh, our good friend Aquaman leaving um, his his home turf. So you've Bruce Wayne standing in the middle of a load of women singing. 
at the shore. Yeah. They cut it there. But there's still another two minutes left. <laughs> Keep going. <clears throat> Even he's fucked off. He starts walking away. Right. Walking through them. They're still singing. Yeah. Anytime you're day on Oh, stage. for fuck's sake. Do you think maybe this was the day that the boys rang the executives and went, it's all going to fuck here, boys? Do you think Snyder just wants an excuse to get a load of women in? Because he's mad about the two men up there, do they? I know. Oh, oh. harmonizing. Only them. getting into it. Only getting into it. <laughs> so That was near the start too And I was like Ah oh, for fuck's sake okay. If you ever question How the fuck does a film End up being four hours long It's when you had shite like that in the middle yeah. of it And you don't cut When you say cut uh, Every time you're down on stage Keys as we're doing at the back Oh god <laughs> Love <laughs> If you're not singing too often then. Uh, So yes the Weird things like that Were put into the middle of it um, I, I don't know what the significance is other than apparently again. it's somewhat it's a like a Nordic folk song about honor and a god. No, no, I get maybe what. The, but yeah, but the, the but to put it in a, there, the way I that, it in like there. it could have been them just singing it and Batman walking away, and that's thirty seconds done. Yeah, but a minute and forty nine or something. Yeah, and this is after Batman tries to get Aquaman into the Justice League. Mm-hmm. So we're already like right, keep the pace going now. Like we want to see the next. Yeah. Tri- you see know, the problem you were saying too about <clears throat> the Wayne cut. Um, you know, it didn't give time for the characters. With Marvel, most of them had a solo movie before yeah. the Avengers. Yeah, before the Avengers, yeah. So the ha- you knew that going in, whereas this, you kind of did, to be fair to them. You needed a good three-hour film, at least, yeah. to kind of get all them in, to get mm-hmm. them introduced. But uh, Yeah, because I think maybe out of, out of both, apart from Batman and Superman, they're the ones that need the most origin stories been told. I would, you yes, know, he didn't need when Batman Cyborg. I didn't know much about. No, no normally like Batman. Did, like your old pair died. We know <laughs> you talk it badly. Fuck about it. We know the rest, yeah. but I like Cyborg didn't. You could have started with a Flash. Yeah, yeah to start the yeah. whole thing off. Well, his standalone when he, movie's only coming now, isn't it? That's right. And it's Michael Keaton, Batman. Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck. I'm. I love the multiverse. It's fucking I'll, see when they start doing stuff like that. Yeah. I'm excited. Like I don't know where the world ends, but it's gonna end soon. Whenever yeah. they start well, bringing these different to me, universes it, together, I'm looking forward to seeing it. But it does seem like a get a jail free card for the executives. Like we fucked it up. Let's just do a time <laughs> movie. Yeah. It's like the X Men thing. Oh, look at my balls of this. Look at my Rolodex and see if you've got Michael Keaton's number there. <laughs> see if we get right. Because <laughs> they had Rolodex when Michael Keaton was so, last. So uh, the Flash thing's gonna reset, and then they're gonna try it again. Yeah, yeah, some way, but well. So back to uh, Snyder's cut. Like we said, it's four hours long. It, it took an extra, I think it was eighty million, seventy million, eighty million uh, to finish it. Yeah, which yeah. I don't see where it went to. CGI, CGI, and scoring. I think um, they graded down. Right. It, remember the, the so somebody used fucking logic our final cut on uh, Apple. Because yeah, they graded down. They put two bars in the side. Which was right. It's now fucking four three, <laughs> and then the reason it's in four three ratio is because everything goes up. That's what I hated about Snyder. Like I didn't get the why they cut in between. What is that reason? It's because the he, he never wanted it widescreen. The sixteen nine. He wanted it in four three. So everything Superman flies up. Uh-huh. Batman's always aiming up. Yeah. Aquaman swims down. So it's always angular. Yeah. But you he know, wanted. But he said he'd done that because someday he hopes it'll be released in IMAX. <laughs> And you feel like saying, but, well, if that day ever comes, then go and do it. Aye, go and convert it the then. format, you're going for his TV. But yeah. there's even a, in Batman vs Superman, the, the, the extended one, there's a cut at the start where 
Bruce Wayne flies into Metropolis getting demolished by Superman and Zod at the uh-huh. end of Man of Steel mm-hmm. and it shows like Bruce Wayne coming in the helicopter and it's in 4-3 and then it jumps to the rest of the film in widescreen Man. so they I just, just I, they just couldn't they couldn't extend it or yeah. so that was just a cut he had to have that scene in of the helicopter land and I was like why that didn't need to be there see he is a great director mm-hmm. very visually like visually stunning. amazing yeah yeah but he's a great guy like if you want to make a, a TV ad for a burger Don's, he's, your, he's your, Don's your man But story I don't think he has any Because Watchmen he's got too many Watchmen was, was brilliant Because was he had it laid out From the graphic yeah. novel He had it there he, It's yeah. panel for panel yeah. Shot like Exactly yeah, It couldn't same. be any fucking You know all his influence Of all the fucking Blown in the wind And all the start And all that yeah. crap But Some of his films Like that sucker punch I still don't know What the hell I was watching That's, there Like Yeah like, What mad. the fuck <laughs> was going on there And But Dawn of the Dead's amazing Yeah that's and right. that's a great fucking starting point because he went, I'll make you money. And they went, with a Dawn of the Dead remake, he went, what do you see? And it made a fucking... Yeah. Then, but Ar- then... Army of the Dead was shit. Army of the Dead is a piece of shit. I haven't even suffered as I heard it. Was oh terrible. my God, it is awful. Uh, so the, the the villains then, we haven't really talked about them. We've mentioned them, mm-hmm. but uh, so you're talking Darkseid, Steppenwolf, and... Uh, Desaad. Desaad is in there. And there's a granny the, too, did you see her? <laughs> the doll there's Dane. There's woman just walking out with a stick. <laughs> She never says anything, anything. It's just walking about. But that's like in The Simpsons where Homer's watching the boys all doing the kung fu fighting in the garden and there's one wee boy standing doing nothing. He's like, but he's going to do something amazing. You know she's going to bait dung in this next one. But there's no next one. There's, there's no one. next one, yeah. So uh, this we have a clip here of uh, Steppenwolf talking to Darkseid. Um, and I think it's... Is it maybe their first meeting, maybe? Is it the first encounter? We're talking uh, about uh, all of existence. Yeah. He basically lays out his plan. Steppenwolf, my lord, I am but your humble servant. Can it be true that you have found it? I have, great one. The lost world is Earth. Anti-life is here. If it is redemption you seek, find the third box, synchronize the unity, and when this world is scorched, I will come for my great prize. You will come to Earth. I have turned 100,000 worlds to dust, looking for anti-life, looking for those who robbed me of my glory. I will stride across their bones and bask in the glow of anti-life, and all of existence shall be mine. Jesus. Raging, huh? It's like, like a DUP meeting. <laughs> but you know what? Uh, nominations for leader are... <laughs> <laughs> Paul Gervin sitting down there. Um, let me in. The, the funny thing is, the design of him, mm. they, re- they changed it mm-hmm. because they thought it was too scary. I thought he was cuter looking. Uh, he, I, he, I don't like them type of... Uh, uh, CGI monsters in that sense. I know obviously Thanos was that, but there was a bit more human I, sort of feel. Obviously, because Josh Brolin, but you don't see any. Well, that's Kieran Hines. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You don't see any of Kieran Hines no. in that. You know what I mean? There's no. You see, Brolin was motion capture. Yeah, he was there on set, whereas mm-hmm. Hines, I think it was just a voice. I was, was going to say it's just a voiceover, isn't it? Yeah. There's no real. There's nothing else to it. But I like that. See, I think the voices are class. The voices are amazing. They're very deep. Like uh, the boy that plays Desad as well. His voice is fucking incredible. Yeah. But uh, they're they're and that's that's the English actor, the boys in Game of Thrones. Can't remember his name, the bald head guy. I I can't remember his name. Peter either. or something. 
But, they, but even yeah. Kieran Hines, this is how far this went. Even Kieran Hines said they fucked this up yeah. because they didn't explain my Baxter at all as Steppenwolf. Yeah. And they didn't. Like, they don't even explain the fucking mother boxes. Like, that's the thing, you see, because it does feel like obviously the parallels are there to, to Marvel, you know. Yeah. The, 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 the and that's been a, a case for all comics throughout the whole existence of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but this but Marvel search, did it in such a cute way. Even they, the Infinity Stones yeah. were explained in wee 30 second vignettes that were at the end of the film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like in uh, post credit scenes. And you were going, Right, I have to look but into this also, myself, yeah, and I have yeah. to figure this yeah, out. And then they them. also phased in explanations. Yes. You know, they had one wee snippet in Doctor Strange, and another snippet in the event. You know, loads of different things. This one was just trying to get too much in in one go. Yeah. Um, and missing the most salient point, because Absolutely. throughout the whole film, you didn't really know what see, was the, the motivation, the you know what I mean? So. See, in Snyder's head, you see, he's like, I have about six films to do all this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that, that's, that's the problem, the problem. Yeah. No, you're it's right. Like, Batman vs. was that flash scene mm-hmm. where Bruce Wayne was in the cave. Like, at the time, everyone was like, the fuck was that about? But then it's come now. We know now why. But even about. just before that, he wakes up from a dream where he's in the nightmare, where where, where Superman has, the, yeah. the, the, you know, they flattened the yeah. earth and it's all. I didn't. Get and you that. don't. And you're going. What the I, fuck is I this? I didn't get why why Bruce why did Bruce Wayne have that? Bruce Wayne had a dream where he has a premonition about the nightmare. Yeah. yeah. But then in this film, he also has another dream nightmare premonition. Mm-hmm. And See, we don't know where the timeline of them. Of premonitions because Cyborg had one too, you mean? But he had one because the Kryptonian the mother, ship the told him box. there's going to be I, if this hmm. mother box. Hits I like, the why, did, why, why, where did Bruce win? How did he get? How does he get them? DMT. Eh? Yep. Alfred's dropping stuff on them. <laughs> Has to be man. <laughs> Has to be. Uh, and that's what I'm saying. So the, the, the yeah, you're like, why is the why is the only human? Yeah, he is yeah. no with no special powers. The one who's getting premonitions about the future. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, this is this is a thing when you make. Movies for fans and fans only. Sometimes I, you, like you, 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 you're, you're what you're going to say. I know because I watched my wife's face last night when I was watching some of this, uh-huh. and she was like, <laughs> "What the fuck is a mother box?" And I was like, "He just explained it." She went, "Is it witches?" Like, no. Yeah. yeah. Well, sorta. And it's an unpenetrable power that made them in a magic that's never existed. And I was like, "Oh Jesus." Ah, uh, too many. See, you don't need the like, logic. You, you really can't. But you definitely cannot apply the logic of a woman to Zack Snyder's. Not a logical Zack woman. No. Like. But see, that's what I say. For the the how the plot holes in this film, or whatever you want to say bad about it, you were saying there was the fans. Mm-hmm. To me, that's what kind of made this because the things they done. Oh yeah. I mean, Justice League: The Whedon Cut came out. Everyone's like, Jesus. Well, we all thought it was Snyder's because it said director mm-hmm. Snyder. We're like, fuck it up. But then Schneider then went on to that dark web social media fucking Vero. Mm-hmm, yeah. And he started dropping these photos of shots that people hadn't seen before. Mm-hmm. And people were like, what? what is all this stuff? And he's like, oh, there's a whole different cut. Well, the virgins went mental. Yeah, mental. They went fucking, like there was one paying for planes to go over Warner Brothers to release the Schneider cut. Yeah. Some guy paid for a billboard in Times Square yeah. release the Schneider cut. And that was that's what's ending. This is well, the first time where a studio has been overthrown. That's the only reason why the Snyder Cut came about. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I, what I, what I meant by making it for fans is that Snyder isn't thinking of uh, somebody coming to this for the first time. So you're not thinking of somebody coming to just watch this film as a as a three it should be a three hour film at most, but four mm-hmm. hours. And instead, he's sitting going, "Well, I know I've got three more to do." And yeah. he, I know, I know the fans want well, to go, and, and, and if he had condensed it down mm-hmm. to an actual Zack Snyder version, 
that's there, not four hours. There, there was a scene though that did kind of explain the mother boxes mind that in the past. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. When the old gods fought against. But you see, the thing that's when they say where DC goes bad. It's like it's gods struggling to be humans, mm-hmm. whereas Marvel is humans struggling to be gods. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's where you're kind of like, all oh, right, there's these boxes and they turn the ground to dust and um, you'll have to play that later on. <laughs> you know, you don't really, you don't, I, I, I don't care. Yeah. That's the thing. You don't care. Mm. And I don't know, that has to be down to the writing. You know, absolutely. It's, it's absolutely down to the writing where you're not emotionally in there. Now, the one thing good about Justice League we talked about is the, the, the character depth. Yeah, you know the fact that there's a lot more story, more depth to Cyborg, more even to the Flash. I, I'm, I'm, I'm still going to hold it up there. Superman's return in this is still one of my favorite parts of any superhero film. Yeah, when he first that whole know. fucking him going burglar Sanchez like and has not a bally what's going on. Yeah, and he's about to absolutely kill everything. That's yeah. lethal. Yeah. Well, did you know about the whole Bruce Wayne Lois Lane thing? Yes, Snyder had his plan was that. When Superman had died mm-hmm. at the end of Batman vs Superman, that Bruce was going to get Lois up the skate. Oh Jesus! Don't worry. <laughs> and then his conflict then Let's was the there. world started to crumble, and he's like, "I'm going to have to take this man back." But sure, my woman still loves him, and that was going to be a big thing here. Oh, and that's why the whole row then was kicking up. Yep. What's you know? And so obviously they decided to take that out of it then. Well, the, the, this is the pro- This is the problem. They're saying the premonitions Batman keeps getting is about an alternative timeline where it doesn't go right. right and Superman okay. finds out. And somehow, in him going Becky's, Lois Lane gets killed by Darkseid. But then, with her power that holds Superman so strong, gone, Darkseid's able to take over Superman. Yeah. And that's his Earth now. So right. he's the one destroying Earth with Darkseid's help. There was that. a scene where Lois Lane takes a pregnancy test. Yes, it did. Yeah. yeah. And then do you mean the scene where Superman's holding her bones? Mm-hmm. That was the Batcave? Yes. Right? So okay. he landed in the dirty devil's oh, room. Is that her? And that's then, he uses the anti-life equation, which is a whole fucking, <laughs> you need another three hours of that. The anti-life equation wipes out all of my, or sorry, the mother box's unity will wipe out all of mankind. But mm-hmm. then the anti-life equation takes over anyone who survived. Uh, it takes over the will, it takes over your free will. So that's how he gets in charge. So that's what the anti-life equation is. No, he sees it imprinted on the ground. Right, He's like, it's always been here. It's in the subconscious of all humans. Yeah. That's back to the EP again. That's exactly. That's what they have. As you were going to me too. It's great. Well, we're talking about then the premonitions, and this is obviously one of the, uh, a clip from the, the dream scene where we get to see um, another, obviously, very famous DC character, which is the Joker, uh, done by... This Jared. is the only new scene. This is the only scene well, shot. I think the only new bit was Jared Leto, that everything else was shot. I think they had to reshoot that whole thing. That's what I was. I was under that impression there. Ooh, no, because I seen you know, the, the very start. Mm-hmm. So I think that was even in the thriller. You know, when the cyborg comes out with the cloak and, and Aquaman's girlfriend was there. Aye. It was in... She shit on Johnny Depp's pillow. I'm just going to say that. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Irrelevant, but... Huh? Some woman took a shit on him. Uh, God love me. Talk about stink, eh? Is it, <laughs> is it in the cut, too? It's in there, too. It's in there somewhere. She looked deep enough. If you fucking four hours long, you can fill it in, surely. Right, so this this is the one that he says he's is only about that's been shot fresh. But... Let's see. Oh, contraire, my little fish dick. He knows exactly what it's like to lose someone he loves. You know, like a 
father, like a mother. Be very careful with the next thing you say. Like an adopted son. Isn't that right? Ah, you're right, that there was all new. But mm-hmm. do you mind the bit before that where they're on the highway? Yeah. Oh, no, no, yeah, 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 that, that was... That was all I, done before, but... Thank the fuck we got that sorted, boys. I thought it was going to be right outside here now. I hate, <laughs> I hate the way, like, even, like, even out of focus. Ah, it was I, very it, strange. It it's, it's like, uh, it's the one casting choice where I was going, oh, fuck. Now, I got through all this and went, this is a superior film to The Weeden Cut in every way whatsoever. Yeah. But it is not a great film. No. No. It's not a great film. But it's still enjoyable enough. But the thought that it isn't going to go anywhere now mm. makes me never want to go back and revisit it. Because yeah, because nothing to watch now to well, look to me, he should have left that out. Yeah. It had no bearing on this. Story. Like, no. The film ended, and then you had that. Is it something yeah, in response to the fact that they wanted to try and... I change the perception of the Joker. I mean, there's a couple of things where. But but again, oh sorry, I'll just finish my thought. He, that's actually quite good. Yeah. If that was something that had a a, a promise of the nightmare scenario being fulfilled and filmed, I'd watch that. Like, mm-hmm. but the thought that there's nothing after, yeah, and I think relevant. I think that Snyder did that deliberately as the biggest fuck you of all time. Well, he didn't do everything like because the actual end of the scene, whenever he said. But HBO was like, or Warner Brothers or whatever, was like, here, we need to get these fuckers off our backside. They're mm-hmm. killing us here. And they went to him and said, we've this new streaming service. Mm-hmm. We want people to go. Obviously, they're going to go see mm-hmm. this. But he had a rough, whenever the day he left set, he had all the footage in a hard drive and it was in black and white. And he says, this is going to be a cool thing to show friends and family when they come to the house. They rang him and like, can we just have it? Yeah. And right. he was like, no. He says, it's really rough. And he says, all it's going to do is pay for you because you're going to get the internet off your back and then people are going to go, look, see, it's not that great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, that's why he got the 80 million. He didn't take a salary for it. No. He was right, like, okay. we need to, I want complete creative control. But there was things there like, right, but there's things you can't touch. The Green Lantern, mm-hmm. nowhere. He goes and shoots a whole new scene with the Green Lantern. Yep. <laughs> so that's fucking yeah. arrogant. Like. Yeah. And then they're like, you can't do that. And that's why they had to change it to the Martian Manhunter mm-hmm. at the end. So he didn't have complete. Right. No. Okay. He, 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 even he when he came back, if, he didn't get. If, if they didn't want that scene in. But it done them no good. They should have cut it because now it has went from, uh, you know, release the Snyder cut to release the Snyder verse. Yep. <laughs> so they're right. still getting fucking hounded. Yep. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. If you bow down, it's like you never negotiate with terrorists. If you bow this down to the fans, that's the ones who do it once, you're going to get... I don't know if it's a good thing. That's what I'm saying. That's why it's, it's incredible because I don't think there's been a film that has ever done that before. No, it hasn't. And But there, there, I mean, there's... It's called fan fiction. You know, go to the, go go and read up some fan fiction. Do that. Don't be trying or to, don't or don't. Don't be. You know what I mean? But don't be trying to push uh, uh, something on if it's not working. I will. The, do you know, the, just you because mind, you like it or you like the characters or these like comic book and fans and all are fucking mental. But then it got to the stage where I think the next release on HBO Max was Godzilla vs Kong, mm-hmm. and people were going in and giving it shit reviews. Just going one star release Snyderverse. Yeah, not that's even saying. Yeah, that's not, that's I think that's not fair to them. No, that's, that's no. Fucking you got people who made the film and got exactly. the other thing. Yeah. So it's like, 
and, and, and then we're left with this, which I, I initially liked the idea of, which is how I watched it, to be honest with you, as part of a miniseries type thing. Yeah. I had to break it over like an hour and a half. Oh, you, know, you couldn't well, do That was hours. the original. There wasn't, that, up until that, like January, that's what was going to happen. That's what they were yeah. officially going to do, and then they, they pulled the pin on that. I yeah. assume that was Snyder as well, yeah. who, who didn't want it to happen. But, um, th- I mean, as a four-hour film, like you said, you're not going to go back to it. You no, know, if you just, know nothing else is coming... Uh, and they're not going to, you know, go into the Snyderverse. Well, then, you know, it's a film you could, you could maybe go back in comparison to watch the theatrical cut. Yeah, but that's a bit. Funny, I watched the the Whedon cut, right? And it is very Avengers. And and I actually liked it because of that. I thought it was because whenever I whenever I watched Man of Steel and then I watched Batman Superman, I wasn't impressed. So then I watched that and I was like. Oh, this is actually all right. Well, I remember the first time <laughs> I watched it and going, Jesus, this isn't great. But then I mean, watched it a couple of times afterwards. Like, it's not as bad it's as It's not as bad as... Oh, I didn't think it was bad as Batman Superman, you see? So, uh, Have you seen the ultimate cut of Batman Superman? Yeah. I, I like it. See it's, that whole doomsday shit? I was freaking out. I love that stuff. And I don't know, again, back to that thing, I can't get the villains. The villains just don't... Lex Luthor fucked it up. It really. was pretty weak, like I thought. And you, you could have just done an amazing film with Batman vs Superman. Oh yeah. yeah, you didn't need which that. there's loads of stories about that are so way many. better than yeah. that story. Yeah, that's what I can understand. There's some animated stuff. It's mighty that are fucking unreal. They yeah. can't go. Hey boys, change rooms. <laughs> yeah, come over here. Start We've got the technology. Work away. Like, yeah, I, I can't understand why. Some of the, about the especially the Batman animated series um, from uh-huh. the nineties, like it was fucking. Did amazing. you ever see the Tim Burton idea for the Death Superman? No. The, with Doomsday and all in it, and right. Nicholas Cage as Superman. I've seen, I've seen what I remember sets. that. Yeah, this Nicholas Cage. Yeah, there's thing. a documentary about it called The is Death there? of Superman. Oh, yeah, I've, I've seen that. Yes, yeah, right. yeah, And Tim Burton knows in it, and they explain everything, and they lay out yeah. all the Brainiac drawings and all the Doomsday drawings. Um, uh, Kevin Smith yeah. wants to write a new Superman. No, but that was it. That was, that and was that was one. it, and that's the that's one right, where he guy. steps in, and Tim Burton are like, "No, we're going to get a real person to write it." <laughs> I, I was on stage, I watched it on YouTube, and he's talking about he only these dealings with some producer now. Yeah. And he kept going in. He'd write this draft, and the guy would go in. And John go, Peters. Was it John Peters? Aye, and the boy keeps having to visualize it. You have to read it to him. Aye. I had aye. To read the and then the boy kept saying, it's great, but could we have a big mechanical spider? Yeah. <laughs> Every time he went in, this yeah. mechanical spider, and he's like, where the fuck are you going to be? And he's like, wouldn't it be great if Superman had an army? He's fucking Superman. What does he need an army for? <laughs> Polar bear army. If he'd snap your neck. Like. But then he was laughing then, turned around then, whenever that was all scrapped, the next movie they released was Wild Wild West. Yep. He's got a big mechanical <laughs> spider. The boy was fucking obsessed with it. He called it a Thanagarian snare beast. Jesus Christ. A what? Yep. Okay. That's, that's how clueless, like, them exactly. Oh, but that's, yeah, but that, mean, was, that was, that was, John Peters owned Superman. He owned the rights, and then he had a seller to, to, to get this sort of up and going, this whole universe. But he was the original lunatic. Can you imagine if he was involved <laughs> in cutting this shit? Oh. That's why you need to find that balance between studio executives and crazy, crazy nut fans. If you can find that middle ground, you will, you'll, you'll do yeah. all right for a, a superhero film. Well, like I said about the, the, the sort of, the villains, um, we have a clip here of Darkseid, a raven. Um, and again, this is sort of his introduction. And No, Dasad. Sorry. Uh, Dasad with uh, Steppenwolf. But then Darkseid comes after. Darkseid, mm. that's Darkseid after, it, yeah. So uh, we'll hear this, we see. Steppenwolf, have you begun the conquest? I love his voice. This world is divided. They are a primitive species, unevolved and at war with one another. Too separate to be one. <laughs> Their free will must be ripped from them, like the other worlds, given absolution in one glorious belief, to serve him. The mother boxes. 
I have found one of the three. The one that woke and called to me. The other two still sleep, but the parademons feel their presence. They fly. They search. They take prisoners who carry the scent. While I build a stronghold in the name of his glory. Yes. Mighty Steppenwolf. Who might have sat here by the side of the Great One. But undone by his self-pride. Desired. I fall before you. Let me make a plea to him that I may come home after I take this world in his name. You betrayed him. Your own family. I saw my mistake. I slaughtered those who sought his throne. You still owe the Great One 50,000 more worlds. When you pay your debt. The boxes will be found and united. No protectors here. No lanterns. No Kryptonium. This world will fall. Like all the others. For Darkseid. For Darkseid. For Paisley. <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah, the like, sides are here. Like none of that being in that original film. Makes very little sense of what his motivation is to be on Earth and try to yeah, find these uh, weird boxes that they don't explain does anything. Well, you see, in Whedon's cut, it kind of looked like Steppenwolf was working on his own. Yeah. Because he made the whole scenes where the the, the, pl- the the way back in the past and the whole gods and all was fighting. And in Whedon's cut, that was Steppenwolf. But mm-hmm. in Snyder's, it was Darkseid. Yeah. So it didn't... It kind of Darkseid was kind of like the Thanos where he was... He was he was the big bad, but he was way way way. Yeah, he was hidden sort of thing. Yeah. So it kind of looked like Steppenwolf was just kind of working on his own. That was his motivation. He was just yeah, a fucking mad cunt. <laughs> just a mad cunt. Yeah. <laughs> it's like <laughs> like I don't like even if you're alluding to a greater bigger and and we've just seen Avengers just fucking sailing through the roof because of the alluding to Thanos and yeah. alluding to hit it there and then like yeah, just do it. Just go for it. Everybody's gonna get bored. It's been a nightmare like trying to sort through all that. Footage to try oh. and fucking oh, put fuck. something together. You're starting from scratch, like, aren't you? Really? If you're taking a film that has been eighty percent or ninety percent changed and trying to go back, you're talking a full well, new film. Like Mark said, it was filmed. It wasn't cut together yet. No. Aye. So they had to go, like you say, every scene redone, all the editing, re- all the fucking CGI added on top of. But it's even so stupid. Like someone who's chatting to, they're talking about like executives really care all about the bottom line and merchandise. That's mm-hmm. where they make the money. That's where the money the is. The merch, yeah. and they're like Snyder wanted. Uh, Superman in the black suit, mm-hmm. which what a fucking soul! Like they've oh, never seen oh, that. Never seen it. Never like no, I'll take it out. Yeah, it made no sense. No, to anything like no. And yeah, so I mean, as always, fucking executives. Eh? Um, but you know a black, the cop, black Superman would have been what a collector's item would have been. Oh, that would have oh, been right? amazing, but it looks amazing. Yeah, like as soon as you see it, you go fuck. Am I? Am I? Just going to that bar? They're doing it now, of course. Like Wata in New Zealand, you'll do the whole models. So you can oh, see some amazing ones like. You know the cop that uh, Lois Lane brings the coffee to? Superman's memorial site? Jimmy uh-huh. Olsen. It's Jimmy Olsen. Jimmy Olsen. From the original. Original Jimmy Olsen. I know. 
Well, there you are. I love. I haven't seen him in a long time. Love, love. He also tries to take his gun out when Superman goes back east. <laughs> yeah, what are you Fuck doing? Fuck that gun, do you? Yeah, where's where's your camera? But there was uh, one lot of stupid like, like one thing that peeved me about it was like um, very early on. I mean, when Seven Wolf attacks Amazon mm-hmm. or no, that was Themyscira. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like they're supposed to be like Wonder Woman's people are these big, strong. Like they're supposed to be a strong Superman. A horse falls on a dog's leg and she dies. That's right. <laughs> she dies. No, but the the horses are fucking strong too, you know? Well, there you go. Big old horses. super horses. That's how they hold them dolls. <laughs> like that there, stuff like that like pissed me off. I, was like, I know, it's, it's, yeah, so so easy. it's so easy fixed by not showing it. The thing that annoyed me it. was Gal Gadot in all her extravagant clothing mm-hmm. whilst cleaning sculptures. Yes. With no uh, smocks or no, like she's just standing yeah. there, like cleaning. I am gorgeous. That was one thing. Do you mind the bank scene? Yes. I far rather had Whedon's. Really? Better paced. Mm. Far better paced. You just think it's too long? It's uh, It's just, well, it's her standing on top of the statue for half an hour. Oh, the fucking, or music too. <laughs> That's what they're all there for, too. She opens she the was, fridge and there's a fucking opera. She was singing that one. <laughs> but it's far, it's far better paced than Whedon's, I thought. I remember right. So then the, the end battle, obviously, uh, like every superhero film, then it, it becomes kind of, this one especially, becomes very CGI heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, towards the end, it does get quite... I would nearly almost say computerized at times. You know, you, you could feel like you're watching a computer game. Yeah. Um, but then we have, I mean, giving it away, like obviously the, the good guys succeed. Again, we don't know. So, well, yeah. But are we, are we, and, we will, and we'll never know. No. Once Cyborg has that premonition and gives it the, nah, don't be doing anything yet. And Flash thinks that's it. I'm going to drop the fucking, I'm going to mm-hmm. put the electrical charge to the mother box and Superman gets reborn. You don't know if that means he's turned into lunatic Superman in the future, or is everything going back to normal? Or yeah, so they won that battle, but maybe not the war. Oh, boys! Oh, she should be on a t-shirt though. But the even the, I was watching that clip earlier actually of when Superman comes back. I mean, the, the axe hits him on the shoulder. Yes, he just goes. Not impressed. <laughs> <laughs> the writing was bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh fucking! You're in for it now. And then there's like Batman was on the. Top of the chimney looking down, he's like, Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> so the writing wasn't. Oh, it was, yeah, uh, not, not a lot of the 80 million went to the writers. No, no. <laughs> that's Chris Terrio. Oh, he, he won a fucking Oscar for Argo. Uh-huh. So, I mean, like, see, wasn't him and Affleck supposed to do a solo battle? Here's what I was gonna talk about that right? would have been class because of they worked together on Argo, obviously, yeah. yeah. So in between uh, this as the first film and what would have been the second film, which was written. The mm-hmm. third was not written, but it was meant to be a trilogy. Uh, they were going to do uh, Ben Affleck's directed and written mm-hmm. Batman film, standalone film. Mm-hmm. Now, Ben Affleck was in such bad shape because of the whole fucking, the need from fans and the need from executives to play Batman. He hit the drink bald. Mm-hmm. And then he went and saw the Just League cut and went, oh, boy. And he hit her fucking again. <laughs> so his decision was, I'm not going to touch the standalone Batman film. And now that James Patterson, he's doing That's the right, standalone. Yeah. But anyway, it was meant to be the Riddler in it. Okay. And the Riddler figured out the anti-life equation. And there was this whole fucking, well, how did he figure out what these gods couldn't figure out? In a hundred thousand worlds and, you know, in eternity, they've been fighting gods on Earth. So it's been quite a while they've been looking for this anti-life equation and figure out how. To. So apparently it's alluded that the Riddler gives it up 
<laughs> to dark side as to what the anti-life equation actually is and where it is and it's inside humans. Have a minute. Where mm. did you hear that now? <laughs> There's, uh, I'll tell you after. See, I heard a different story. What did oh, you hear? Yeah. I heard the main body was Deathstroke. Well, and your boy that acted in Deathstroke was doing an interview there only a couple of, somebody must have asked me the Snyder Cut and he was like, what, what it was going to be was very realistic mm-hmm. and my job was I was going to be taking down Bruce Wayne publicly, his life. Yes, yes, yes. From the shadows and he's like, what's going on? He says it was class. I never heard anything about a Riddler. Deathstroke was in it as well. Uh, but that's why at the end of this, he tells uh, Deathstroke that Bruce Wayne's Batman as opposed to the original cut where he tells him we should get our own Justice League. Of I, bad guys, I, the, which would have led to Batman yeah, film. Right, yeah. Well, then it takes us to very nicely to the end, um, and we have a clip here, which is uh, the post credits. They shot this in his driveway. <laughs> That's the driveway. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's right. But like, even like, you know, Ben Affleck, like he looks kind of bloated and all other than this, and he looks quite cut. He's buffed up. He's all different. Uh, it's not a dream sequence, is it? Maybe he's dreaming. She never know. The whole <laughs> thing was it. a kind of a fever dream. <laughs> I'm sure you know Darkseid is not finished with Earth. The anti-life equation is here somewhere. And we have to find it before he does. There's a war coming. And I'm here to help. I'm sorry, who are you again? I've gone by many names and taken many forms. And like you, I've realized I have a stake in this world. And it's time I started fighting for it. Well, we can definitely use the help. So, hi again. Glad you're here. You know, I never thought I'd see the defenders of Earth united and fighting as one. It wouldn't have happened without you, Bruce. Your mother and father would be proud. Hope so. Well, I'll be in touch. That's so fantastic. And some call me the Martian Manhunter. The what? I'm from Mars. Good luck. (laughs) 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 He literally might as well said, "Give me a shout sometime. I'll be in touch." And at no point does he go. Your voice is very familiar. Are you not the Secretary of Defense from Batman vs Superman? Or even go, where the fuck are you this whole time? Fucking flat out here than you're fucking <laughs> fucking about. And you knew we were here. You knew. <laughs> and you knew where we were at. I went back in the drink. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, actually, took us full circle because that's the voice of the guy who read at Comic Con. That's him. Right. Um, so uh, with that, we will go and uh, discuss the anti-life equation after this. Um, no, we'll not. <laughs> we'll not. We'll not venture that far into it. <laughs> But uh, all that's left for me to say is, is thank you very much for listening. As always, go and give us a review, uh, share, like, and tag, and do whatever the fuck else you normally have to do to get the word out there. But uh, all that's left for me to say is a big thank you to Mr. Martin McCarney. Cheers, Thanks. Mark. Thanks for having me, boys. Uh, it's, been, uh, it's been a pleasure. And, uh, and let's just say, a lot of people have probably looked at the description of this and went, he picked what? <laughs> yeah, this I is I think Mark's. we've described why we want to talk about it. Yeah. And we're all in agreement that it's not our favourite film. Yeah. So it probably shouldn't be a And we might best. watch it again. But <laughs> it's, got a, it's a great it. fucking story <laughs> built up. Yeah. <laughs> well, on that note, thank you very much, everybody. And uh, we will be back very soon. Thank you very much. Good luck. Bye.